fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Weight Loss Journey. My name is Scott Switzer. I'm the Clydesdale. She is Cheryl Nasso. She's my nutrition coach. And we are here doing our weekly check-ins, as we promised for this season. And as always, I get to turn this over to Cheryl to run the show. And with that, first, a quick shout out to Kenneth. What's going on, brother? There we go. <laughs> it's so funny. Kenneth was on this morning when I was doing my podcast and a couple others. But I, I have to always like hide the comments because I get so distracted. So I'm then I always go back and look over them. But so funny thing is we missed last week because um, I was sick. And then I get a message from you a couple of days in and you're like, oh, it's a rough week. I'm not feeling good. And I'm listening to your podcast and you're like, sound like you're underwater. So fill me in a little bit about your week. <laughs> so the beginning of the week, none of my workouts were going well. Like I just felt so lethargic. I was trying to eat, do all the things I needed to do. And then um, all of a sudden on, I don't even know what day it was, probably Tuesday. Um, I ju It just came over me like a tidal wave. And I couldn't breathe. I couldn't, like everything was stuffed up. Um, as you could tell on the Amanda Barnhart interview <laughs> and the Fee Sagafi interview, um, I blew my nose. It had to be 20 times on each one of them and still sounded like I was underwater. Yeah. I, I can relate. And it was almost similar for me. I, I was away last weekend for quarterfinals for one of my athletes. And, um, I, I left and I, and I get stressed about travel, which Scott knows. And I'm like, I'm getting, I'm like, Cheryl, you're just tired from not sleeping because you're stressed. And then Friday wasn't feeling great. Saturday, I'm like, something's not right. And then I'm like, I need to go home and get some rest. Sunday, I'm like, I'm sick. And last week was just like, took COVID tests negative. So I just was like, you know, I just got to deal with it. So sometimes it happens. And the hardest thing is that um, you guys, you're making me nervous that they're not able to see it. I'm just going to keep talking though. <laughs> see what I'm saying? I get distracted by the comments. Um, is that like when you're not feeling good and your appetite's not there, or it's there for the wrong things. It's so hard to get like to stay focused on nutrition. And I don't like my clients to feel like they have to be like sick and they're like shoving their face. But I always like to remind people to focus on like the one or two things you can do. And usually I think that for Scott, you've kind of figured that out. So what was like your one or two things last week? You're like, all right, I might not be feeling my best, but I'm going to focus on X and Y. Oh, shoot. I can't hear you. That's because I have to mute myself at least once a show. Okay. I wanted to make sure it wasn't messed up because you had me nervous for a second. Yeah, it's, yeah, we're all good now. Yeah. Um, so we talked a few months ago, probably now, the last time I had something similar to this, I now have bone broth in my pantry. Um, and I have the packets of ramen noodle. And so I just take the brick and noodles out. I cook them in 
Perfect. Um, and I cook them in the bone broth and I have ramen noodles, which I love. And then I add chicken or something to it if I can, um, if I feel good now. And then I eat basic ramen noodles, but I add all that extra protein with the bone broth and I don't put the flavor packets in with all that sodium and all that stuff. Got it. And that's perfect. It's like, I'm going to focus on X and Y. Like for me, I honestly have an appetite no matter if I'm sick or not. So eating was not a problem for me last week. Um, but for me, it was like, I could not work out. There was just no workouts happening. And that's not like me. Like, I don't like missing a day. I don't like missing a session. So I literally Monday didn't do anything. Tuesday, I did a zone two session and I'm like, that was too much. So like Wednesday, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go for a walk. And I went for a walk and I did the same thing on Thursday. And by Friday, I was able to kind of start moving around again and getting back into the gym. So um, yeah, Bruce, I love that also addition to the chicken thighs. That's usually what I put in mind too. Uh, I've been getting down on some chicken thighs lately. I don't know. That's been a new thing for me lately. So, but, but yeah, I mean, it's not about perfection. Um, I think you did great and it definitely were under eating, but you probably were, were you going to the gym still? So I got back on, I, I did some stuff in the garage okay. because I just, I just didn't feel good. And then I got back Friday for Cindy Ooh. And the nice thing about Cindy is you can pace that workout if you need to. Yep. Right. If you're just not feeling great, you just move through it. It's so funny you say that. Then, yeah. I, I have to tell you, I'm glad that you said that because when I wasn't feeling good, do you want to know my first workout back was on Friday? I, I wasn't Cindy. I can't do kipping pull-ups right now. So um, I did strict Barbara. Same thing though. I'm like, you know what? I can just move okay. through that. I needed something to just move. That's what I, that was what I did on Friday. I'm like, I'm just going to do, and I've never done strict Barbara before. I've done like strict Angie. I've done Cindy strict. I'm like, Oh, how is this? Is it under? I wonder how long this is going to take me with the 20 strict pull-ups in the beginning of every round. But um, I was like, I'll just do that. That would be like something to get me moving. So I, I can relate. So it's funny. Your first workout back with Cindy. Mine was Barbara. <laughs> and that was programmed at the gym. I just was lucky. Yeah. Um, it was a strength of some like hang snatches and, and then, and I just went light yeah. and then just moved through Cindy just to get moving again, get a sweat going. Yeah. And then the weekend has been all yard work and stuff because it looks like winter is over finally here in the North and, uh, did a lot of like cleaning out the garage, cleaning up the yard, those kinds of things. Yeah. It's funny. I was listening to a podcast. I think New England's like still getting a bunch of snow. I don't know. It'd be crazy. But anyways, I think you did awesome last week to, you know, regardless of what you, you know, could control. So definitely low on protein. Um, giving the listeners a little bit of a, uh, I'm going to give them a little bit of a update on where you're at. Let, let's do it. Let me see if I can do this here. Scott, here we go. Scott, let's see if I can do this right. Here we are. Can you see Scott? Here we go. Scott's progress photos or progress trends here. This is since we've been kind of getting things back on track. We can see we're back in this trajectory. So yes, you've been sick, but I like seeing all of this data. And this is what I like. You guys can still see the share screen, right, Scott? Is yep. um, when you guys, when people don't weigh in frequently, I don't get to see all these fluctuations. And I love seeing all these fluctuations. It just helps me kind of really pinpoint what things might be going on. 
uh, aside from just like, is he losing weight or is he gaining weight? How much water are you retaining? How much inflammation do you have? All that kinds of stuff. And it's, it's also really cool to see the difference. So you can see we had this big stretch where there wasn't a whole bunch of change, you know, because we weren't really tracking as accurately, but you can see that when we got, we can go back to where I can make it smaller again, as we get more dialed in, things start to happen a little bit more frequently, a little more consistency there. So loving that trajectory. We are 33 weeks in. And as you mentioned, we have 19 weeks, weeks left until the games. You're muted again. Take two. That's just for Bruce. Yeah. It always makes him feel warm inside when he knows that I mute. Um, it's just, it's our special language, our love language. I love it. Um, but it's, it's go time. Yeah. How are you feeling about it? It's time that? to, um, I'm excited about it. Yeah. The season's cranking up. Um, I'm, I'm super stoked for semis. I'm super stoked. I'm going to Michigan this weekend uh, to, to film a documentary with Jamie Latimer That's uh, awesome. for this weekend uh, to cover her age group quarterfinals. And I'm going to make a documentary out of it for the weekend. So I love it. So it sounds like this week, our main thing is we have a couple of things. Last week you were sick, not a whole bunch of things, you know, that we can really do. You did exactly what you needed to do. But going into this week, we do have some prep work, right? Because I know traveling for you is stressful and that you tend to put yourself last. Um, what is your plan going into this weekend? Mostly because I don't want this weekend to steal what you could be doing on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, which tends to be a, a sometimes happens. Like I've got this thing coming up this weekend and then I'm so busy getting ready for the weekend that I'm not prepared for the day to day. And then I've got to get ready for the weekend too. So kind of like, what's your, your whole plan going into this week? So hotels already booked and it is a stay bridge in and suites. Perfect. So we have the full kitchen uh, with oven stove, the whole nine. My wife is coming with me. Uh, so we're doing it all together and uh, she's going to assist me on the documentary and uh, I'm super stoked to spend the weekend with her and to um, get to do this and follow Jamie. And uh, I'm not stressed about it because we are setting ourselves up for success. Awesome. I love it. And that's awesome. And your wife is still doing well with her own nutrition journey. She's kind of likes it. Yeah. Which makes it so much easier when you guys are traveling with somebody like, can we stop at five guys? It's so much harder. Right. But when you're with somebody that actually right. gets it and values, it's like so important. And I think the other big thing about this is, is what I really want to harp in on is like, you know, with nutrition coaching, with, with, you know, food and calories and macros and quality, people get so hung up on like one thing, you know? And I mean, even like, you know, people can be like, oh, you track macros. Like I just track my food. I ensure I'm getting a good amount of calories and, and I'm balancing those things, but it's never about perfection. In fact, I, I haven't really, if you guys have noticed how frequently have I ever said, all right, Scott, we are adjusting these numbers this week because I'm keeping you in check. Your feedback is not giving me signals that you're getting a ton of cravings. You know, you're not, there's weeks where you undereat, and I tell you, Hey, get your protein in, but we're able to be flexible with that. And, and that's such a great thing for you. Not everybody has that, you know, ability. Some people I have to be more dialed in with, but usually that comes from chronic undereating, and it's where it makes it a lot more difficult. But 
flexibility is, is what this is all about. And I think people focus so much on trying to wait for the perfect time to lose weight. <laughs> like I'm going to lose weight when like everything else is in perfect place and I can really focus on my nutrition. Like it shouldn't be that way. It should always be just part of life. And, you know, so you're, you're doing an awesome job of that. And, you know, the main reason why we track and we, and we watch macros and we watch things is because we want to build awareness around things so that if you do decide to have pizza, you're like, Oh, I know how much pizza I can have. And it's going to fit in fine. You've developed those skills. Can I bring up something from the Amanda Barnhart interview? Um, I know you listened to it a little bit. Um, hopefully you listen to this part. Okay. There was a moment where I asked her if she was still with them too. And she's not um, because she's not counting her macros anymore. And I wanted, I, I'm bringing this up because I think this was life changing for me. Mm -hmm. And it is that she is so dialed in that if you tell her she can have X number of grams of protein in a day and she hits that number, she's not going to have another gram of protein. And it was to the point where her body was saying, I need more. And she wouldn't give it to it because she had hit this number. And so now that she's with HWPO, they've, they've opened that up and said, listen, if your body's telling you, you need this, then have it. You have been so dialed in on your nutrition, you know, what's good and what's bad for you. And the, the goal of competition isn't to be ripped and cut. It's to be fueled and at your best when competition day comes and starving it is not the right way if it's asking for food. And that is a huge, huge problem amongst CrossFit athletes. In fact, and myself included for a very long period of time. So do you remember like six months ago, it might've even been longer where I was beating myself up for being three grams off. Yep. I, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, what are we, no, like you can have a range. Like I remember that. Yeah. And it's like, like your body, 10 grams is like that. And that is a huge problem, but it is, it's also comes down to personality. I'm a perfectionist. You tell me to hit X, Y, Z. That's going to be my goal. I, I now am much more flexible with things on both ends. Cause on the opposite end of the spectrum, I don't think people realize the pressure when you are training that at that high of a level, the amount of food you have to eat. There's days where I'm like, I just don't want to eat anymore. I'm not hungry. And like, you're literally, Oh, I got to get another 30 grams of carbs. And I guess I'm going to pound some more cereal. Maybe I would rather just have a little bit more chicken at dinner time. That's where there's a problem when people focus only on macros. Macronutrients are a part of our nutrition. And I've said this before, we don't go to a restaurant and order macros. We're not like, hi, waiter, I'll take the uh, 40 grams of protein and the uh, 45 grams of carbs and 15 grams of fat. How much is that going to cost me? Like, we don't do that. Like, no, I want to have some steak. I want to have some potatoes and I want to have some broccoli. By the way, if I have about this much, I'm getting about 40 grams of protein. And when you are training at that high of a level, you know, and you're training that many hours a day, you need to be fueling way more. In fact, I had this conversation 
with a very good uh, CrossFit athlete that I know that is making her way back as a comeback story this year. And I'm proud of her. I'll tell you about this after, the, after this podcast. Uh, and I was talking like, girl, you need to stop worrying about your weight right now. You just qualified for semifinals. This is your comeback year. You got to get those calories in. You can't be skimping on things. It's, it's a different mindset when you're eating for performance versus fat loss. Okay. But both. Well, what I wanted to point out is I think that too many people think that macros have to be right on. Yes. Yes, exactly. And, and you just, you need to hit a range. Mm -hmm. That's the important part. I, and that's why um, we were talking about this this week is um, my assistant coach, Katie was talking about macro counting and she was positioning macro counting as a method. I'm like, no, we don't do macro counting. We, I, I'm a believer in flexible nutrition. And that means that you guys have a good understanding of what healthy eating is, food quality. You understand how much of it you should be eating specific to your goals. And we know how to manipulate that. That's, it's flexible. It's not this like black or white thing. Like your body doesn't, you know, our body is literally changing every single day. So even in fact, the way we digest food changes every single day. You don't digest food the exact same way every day because it all depends on what kind of enzymes you have. In fact, cooking your food changes the digestibility of it. So, but I just had to get off on that tangent because I agree. And I did, and I did hear that. And I do think that that is, I think it's important that she said it. I think that people need to make sure that they're not in, in, in either way with macros or, or going away from it, not being so black and white with what they hear. Oh, macro counting is bad is what some people could hear from that. No, anything obsessive can become too much. You shouldn't be obsessed about anything. You know, I want people to be able to enjoy their life. So that was pretty much the, the, it. yeah. Uh, and the key is you got to listen to your body too. Absolutely. And, and that's the, that's why you do a feedback form every week. Yeah. So this is, and this is going to give you my own personal story with my coach. Okay. Personal story. Um, sorry, this is Scott. Sorry, but this is important for you guys to know. I have a nutrition coach and my protein requirements were 135 grams of protein a day. And I kept telling him, dude, I'm not getting enough protein. I just don't feel like I'm getting enough protein. It's not normal for me to like literally be looking at my plate and sad that I can't have another two ounces of chicken. And I'm the one preaching to everybody else, protein, protein, protein. And here I am being like afraid of eating too much protein because he's like 135 is your number, one gram per pound of body weight. And I finally was like, dude, no, <laughs> it's just not enough. I'm eating about 185 grams of protein a day. But guess what? I feel a whole bunch better and I don't feel restricted at mealtime. So it is what it is. If I had listened to what my macro prescription was going to be, I would be restricting myself right now. But I feel fine eating 100 and nothing's happened to me. I haven't like blown a kidney out or like, you know, I'm not like nothing bad's happening to me. So just saying. But yeah, I um, and Damien is saying that some say that that's just the minimum. Actually, the minimum, the RDA minimum is 0.7 grams per kilogram of body weight. Do you know how little that is? That's like 50 grams of protein for me. 0.7 grams per kilogram of body weight. That's what the RDA is yeah. saying. Do we trust the RDA anymore? That's the minimum for, and that's not even optimal. That's just 
the minimum requirements. So like, that's like surviving. But people were like, oh, well, the RDA says that's enough. That's enough. Like, nope. One gram per pound is a good baseline, but there's a lot of factors as to why people might need more protein or less protein. Like I said, digestibility, some people absorb a lot. I tend to do a lot of endurance work that can be very catabolic on the body. I'm super lean. That's also going to make it harder for me. I need to eat more protein. And I just think my body thrives on higher protein. It always has. So, and I don't have a problem eating it. And I, and I still, and I don't, now if I was taking my protein in, but I was limiting my carbohydrates, that'd be a different story. I'm eating still four to 500 carbs a day. So I didn't steal from those to get more protein in. I just added more protein in. So, and like you said, the check-in form, I listened to my biofeedback. Did anything negative happen? No. So I'm getting lab work done this week. So I'll see how my labs are. That's not going to really be a problem, I don't think, but it's all in part of it. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that Scott, you've gotten such a good balance of things. I do wish it was a little bit more natural for you to hit your protein, but you're getting way better at it. So that has gotten way better. Like I would love for, I, I will tell you when I think about snacking now, I think about how do I add protein to this snack? You know what I'm, uh, I just found this cool little hack that I was, I haven't tried it yet. Um, you like cream cheese? I'm not sure if you like cream I, cheese. I mean, it's like, I do. It's a weird food that people are like cream cheese. People put on their bagels. Um, I saw a recipe where you can make like a high protein cream cheese spread. So where you, you could use your extend, uh, your, your extend, <laughs> your extend. Um, and you take a little bit of protein powder, you mix it with the cream cheese and a little bit of a splash of almond milk, a little bit of vanilla. You can make almost like a, a cheesecake type, uh, like topping. And you can put it on like rice cakes or like caramel rice cakes or on top of some frozen waffles um, or any of that kinds of stuff. And it almost makes like a high protein. Yeah. So I was like, I was going to try that out just to try and, but there's always like fun little inventive ways you can add more protein in. But yeah, I, I have been avoiding cream cheese thinking, um, but really I don't, I never hit my fat number. Yeah. It's funny. So maybe because- I'm too... I'm too obsessed with that part of it. Maybe I need to chill out a little bit. Well, it's just that I think people don't, when you remove things, you forget about them and it's okay, but I like cream cheese. So I think cream cheese on a bagel is amazing. So, you know, so, but that might be a way to, and I use, you can buy the reduced fat cream cheese actually isn't that high in fat. And it's, I mean, talking about quote unquote processed foods, there's like two or three ingredients in cream cheese it's pretty much just as healthy as anything else. It's not a whole bunch of protein in it. So, um, but yeah, I'm going to be honest. I love that. That's I actually replaced what I replaced cream cheese with was cottage cheese. I started using cottage cheese on my bagels and stuff. Cause it was like salty and it was actually like more filling and I got more protein from it, but yeah, I think you're doing awesome, dude. I'm excited for you this weekend. So that's going to be a fun little trip. How long are you gone for? So, uh, just a quick trip. It's we're leaving Friday morning back Sunday evening. Okay. Cause the, they get their workouts on Friday. Correct. Friday three, three o'clock Eastern. Okay. And then no, they get them all on Friday. Okay. Okay. So teams and then is- I, they have to turn. I thought it was two and two. They have to turn them in two on Saturday, two on Sunday. I uh, now I'm, someone told me three and one, which seems absurd to me. Hmm. That's weird. And the teams are Wednesday and Thursday, right? (laughs) 
That's correct. Yeah, that's just weird too. But anyways, Cross wants to make it more difficult. Uh, what small appliances do you like to bring in your hotel kitchens? Oh, well, first things first, Damien. Let me just tell you, like you, Scott, you're saying you're in Saybridge Suites. First thing is, guys, when you guys are looking for hotels and you want to be have it simple, I always look for Saybridge, uh, Residence Inn, um, or, I mean, I really don't like to do the extended stays. I will if I have to. But Residence Inn, home, uh, Saybridge Suites, Homewood Suites, any of those that have like a full kitchen, because oftentimes you get a full oven and a refrigerator. So even if you don't want to um, like have to do a bunch of cooking, having the full fridge is helpful. But Damien, if you are in a hotel now for two weeks, this is going to sound so silly. I did this last weekend when I was in uh, Melbourne. I did not have a full kitchen. Invest in a small... Um, a small, uh, what do they call like an, a stovetop hot, hot plate? Yeah. A burner and a pan. Literally, you can use it for camping. You can use it for hotels. You can use it for whatever. That's one option. Um, I brought a cooler and I drove with my cooler. This way I had some food that I was able to put in the little mini fridge. So I had a mini fridge and the rest of it I put in the cooler and I had the little hot plate and that was easy for me. So if you want to bring up appliances and you don't want to bring a hot plate, an air fryer is another good option. It's like you just plug it into the wall, pretty much cook anything in there, you know? So, I mean, if you really wanted to bring an appliance, if you're driving, that's easy for you. But if you're not, then my, I usually don't bring up, I'm not usually bringing appliances. The hot plate thing, this was the first time that I tried it because I had to buy it for a camping trip. And I was like, oh, you know, what? I'm going to try this out. And it worked fine. I was actually, I was able to make my breakfast in the morning, which was nice. Um, but if not, I typically just get things that I don't have to cook. I will, I will meal prep a little bit. If you're going for two weeks, obviously that won't work for you, but I look for a whole foods or someplace that has a lot of pre-cooked stuff that I can just grab and keep in my refrigerator and make meals with. So that might work for you, Damien. I don't know what part of the country you're in. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great when you're driving great when you're driving to be able to take stuff like that. Um, Damien says that he's done rice cookers, slow cookers for long stays. Yeah. I think, I mean, I honestly liked having the hot plate thing. That was kind of cool for me. I just thought it was easy and I could reuse it, but yeah, a slow cooker is easy. I mean, the thing about slow cookers is you typically have a microwave in there, so you could always, but I guess that works. You know, I like the, uh, I like the air fryer personally. I've since having an air fryer, I just, like making my French fries in there. I had French fries today as a snack. It's like such a little treat. So, um, but yeah, food stuff, food talk. You so know this, what you can also make in an air fryer? What? Potato chips. I haven't actually tried that. You just take a mandolin and slice the yeah. potato super thin, put in there and let the air fryer crisp it all up. And it's like a homemade potato chip. I'll have to try that out. I haven't actually tried that. I've only... You know, I've been experimenting with some other things, but haven't tried that yet. I have this meal prep idea. I'm going to, I'm going to share it here. And if any of you guys steal it, you better just name it after me. <laughs> I've got this meal prep idea and then I'm going to leave it all alone. Cause I know we're talking, talking nutrition is so oh, I already told you this. I want to make separate meals all at once. So like rather than like meal prepping a big bulk cook and then having to separate it all. And then you have to eat the same thing all week. I want to take like 
five different meal ideas and put them in little glass containers that they cook in individually on a baking sheet. And then I've got like five different varieties of meals to have throughout the week to make it easier for you. I'm, I'm experimenting with, I bought the stuff to make a Buffalo chicken pasta, uh, a turkey meatball one, uh, like a pork and a barbecue pork and potato and green beans. And I think there was one other one I was going to try out this week to test it out. So, yeah, but anyway, awesome. so quarterfinals for the age group this week, you're going to crush it. Weight's looking really good. Um, we are almost at the end of March, man. I feel like we're going to be approaching the under 300 mark pretty soon here. So I don't want to put goals in num on, num on numbers. Cause I feel like that sometimes sets up for success or success for failure. I am more so looking forward to seeing, I think the next benchmark is going to be right before semifinals. It's going to be a good one. Okay. So awesome. Well, with that, everybody, thank you so much for, thank you so much for jumping on. Sorry about the technical issues. I, we are actually seeing some things on our end that are not right where it says we have zero viewers yet. There's tons of people in the chat. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on with the broadcast and YouTube today. Um, but please forgive us for that. And we will see you all next time on the Clydesdale media weight loss journey. Bye guys. <laughs>